Hello my beautiful hermits and welcome to the Hermit Diaries. I'm Heather, your socially awkward weirdo, introvert, alien person thing. And yeah, this week we're going to be talking about the second biggest change that I made in 2017. This is a continuation of last week's episode where I discussed my decision to change my studies and my whole career path. This week I'm going to be talking about moving. I've got my water with me and I've got my notes, so let's get into it, shall we? As an introvert, I am naturally pretty much a homebody. Uh, I love my comfort zone. I mean, I love my, my room's my favorite place in the whole house. It is one place where I can go to, to escape, where I'm surrounded by things that I love, like my books and uh, my TV and <laughs> all that great stuff, notebooks and things like that. Um, hence why my family calls me Hermit, because <laughs> sometimes over the weekend they hardly ever see me as I'm just in my room the whole time. Just either studying or reading or watching TV. You know, normal hermit introverty things. <laughs> I do, however, also kind of have a sense of adventure. Like I, I love to go on impulsive solo trips to the beach or just for long rides, etc, etc. In my 24 years of life, I've only ever lived in three different towns, three different provinces. Uh, we didn't move much as a kid because my parents, you know, they wanted me to be stable and things like that. I was born in Boxburg in Gauteng and I lived there for 14 years. So I really, truly grew up and was raised in Boxburg and it's where I spent my early childhood and I loved it. I have so many good memories from Boxburg and... It gets such a bad rap these days from all the crime and gangs and stuff. And, you know, I never felt unsafe. I was a very imaginative child. I had a huge garden and I had my best friend, which lived right next door. And we would just put on plays for each other or we'll play a game where we threw our toys over the wall that separated our houses and we would say, I don't want it, you can have it, and things like that. <laughs> uh, even the school I went to was a Catholic school. Um, I was bullied a lot in grade 8, but I spent, but the previous years, I really loved that school and I made such amazing friends and things like that. Uh, Boxburg also had this beautiful huge library I mean I would every two weeks take out at least 12 books and would be uh, Goosebumps and um, Babysitter's Club and Sweet Valley High and all those types of good stuff I think it was in 2008 when my dad got a job in the Northwest and so we all had to move because, you know, we wanted to be with him and support him. 
Uh, I was very open-minded about leaving, but I felt uncomfortable about it. Uh, I didn't want to to leave my so-called friends who were bullying me. And yeah, I, I f- just felt like something was wrong about it. So anyways, we moved and um, that feeling um, that something off was about the move came immediately when I felt, uh, when the gut instinct was telling me that, that something was not quite right when we moved there. The people there seemed very off to me. They were too friendly and in a way that you could tell they were being fake. Um, this was proven for most of my high school when I, well, yeah, beginning of high school, like grade 9 and 10, where I made some fake friends who were very hypocritical, like they'll say one thing to me and then I'll find out they're saying something else behind my back, that type of thing, very gossipy. Um, so last two years of high school, I tried to stick with Friends that felt genuine and true to me and, you know, were supportive of my ideas and interests and things like that. I also tried to get involved in the plays that would happen once a year. I would be one of the directors and I would always cast myself as as the weird one in the play, if that makes sense. Like the, the one... Um, cast member that always has one line but it's that one witty line and that you always remember in quotes uh, I don't consider myself a comedian but I loved making people laugh because it made me feel comfortable and sometimes I still do today being able to act like a crazy person was a big outlet for me after school Surprise, surprise, the judging started getting worse. Um, this was when all the the things that were happening to me that I spoke about in part one, with me feeling uncomfortable with the different jobs I had and my studies, that comes here in this timeline, that's where that fits. And all of this negative energy was making me feel drained when I was I remember one time when I was 20 years old my dad bought me a new car because my old car which I was in love with by the way was starting to give me issues with aircon and the tires kept on bursting and things like that and I remember going into gym a couple of days later and my cardio boxing teacher uh, said something that um, I can't remember the name now, but I'd know it started with an L. Um, noticed me driving a new car. Now, I don't know who this L person was. I've never heard of her. And how does she know me? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I actually don't really blame the people even though it sounds like I'm being very judgy about the people who have been judgy to me, but I don't really blame them because the town, there's nothing to do there. There's there's one mall, 
and that's about it. I mean, you've got the flea market, but if you wanted to get up to something exciting over the weekend for you young people, you had to go into Johannesburg, which was about 40 to 50 minutes away. And it's quite a drive for for such late at night for parties and things like that. Now, I still live with my parents, which is not that uncommon for people my age to still be living with your parents. Uh, I've never worked a job where I could successfully sustain myself. You know, all I could afford was my own snacks and things like that and petrol. So when my parents told me in July of 2016 that we were going to move again, I did not believe them. Now at this stage, um, I was still going through that difficult time uh, where I was feeling uncomfortable and getting panic attacks. So I was still miserable, miserable about everything and I just thought moving to a new town was going to be so stupid because it was going to be the same bullshit over and over again and things like that. And even when we started to pack up the house and put the house on the market in September of that same year, I still didn't want to believe them. I thought, oh, this is such bullshit. Why are they doing this? I I had a part-time job where I was earning just a little bit of money and I had a plan to finish my stupid teaching degree. I was going to get a stupid teaching job and then work towards becoming a big-time TV producer. <laughs> it all seems so stupid now. Um, but yeah, so, and I... I think it was, I hated the idea of moving to yet another small town with no job prospects. And I thought it was going to be, oh, it's going to be another gossipy town and and things like that. So I think it was then I started applying to very, very useless jobs. Um, and I heard nothing back from them, by the way, but granted I was applying for jobs like waitressing or admin, stuff that I would never have enjoyed, I never would have been happy with. Um, but yeah, I thought, okay, I better start looking for something because otherwise my life's going to be miserable if I don't have something there to do. Anyway, so March 2017 finally arrived uh, for us to make the move. So we all packed up our own little cars and we started to make our way down to George. Now you should know that at this point I still did not believe that this was going to happen. I thought that um, that something was going to happen and we're going to have to move all the way back and would be embarrassing because we said goodbye to everyone and said how excited we were to move and to get out of our passports and things like that. Um, but alas, we finally arrived, and uh, it's hard to explain. I, I inst- instantly found a sense of calm and peace. And these are feelings that I never had in Harpier's Poets. I never once felt, felt like I was home, you know? 
and in two or three months I was settled and I was the first one out of my family to to settle in and yet I was the one being all negative about moving in the first place. I am currently in a wonderful Zen meditation group and I volunteer at a charity shop very regularly. Um, this semester it's a bit sporadic because um, I've got a couple of portfolios and so I only go in if if they need someone to help. Um, I still have no job. I still have no close friends. But I feel happier than I've ever been in a very, very long time. I've now accepted that the, the money will come when it needs to. Friends will come when they need me. Romantic love will manifest. But pure joy is what you create by being in the present moment. Before I leave to go do research for another podcast that I'm working on with my best friend, I want to give you some tips to help ease your interchange because I think that sometimes we need that little shift just to put us on the right path. Uh, now these tips are not uh, going to be big tips like um, like a career or study change or even moving. So they're just going to be small little itsy bitsy things you can do in your everyday routine that can help you. Okay, the first one here is change up your workout routine. I love this one. I get bored so easily doing the same exercises over and over again. So for me, every day I'll do something different. So like today I did some yin yoga and some meditation. Tomorrow I'll do some upper body work and some yoga. I think I'm just going to do a vinyasa flow tomorrow. So that's number one. Number two, change up your daily routine if you're starting to feel burnt out. So this can be very personal and different to everyone. Um, my example is instead of having breakfast first and then exercising, I now swap it the other way around. So I do uh, my exercises or yoga or meditation first thing in the morning and then I have breakfast and then I study sometimes. Sometimes I'll do my studying in the afternoon or early evening rather because if I'm feeling very foggy in the morning and I can't concentrate then I give myself those couple of hours to clear my mind and think of of what I need to accomplish. Number three, change up your diet. I also get bored eating the same thing over and over again, just like exercising. I get bored very easily <laughs> and that is why I can't keep a relationship for more than three months, but that's besides the point. Um, so eating for me, for example, for breakfast, if I don't feel like a smoothie or porridge, I'll make some toast with peanut butter and jam and yeah, I'll be happy with that. Sometimes for lunch, 
Um, I'll either have some eggs on toast or, or I'll have leftovers from the night before. And in the evenings, uh, we, we swap and uh, the three uh, women in a family, my mom, my sister and myself, we take turns to cook supper. And then when my dad's home, because he works in Zambia, he comes home and then he cooks for us and it gives us two weeks off. <laughs> uh, so that's number three, change up your diets. Number four is taking on a new hobby. This one is also very personal and it can be different for each individual. Um, I myself have experimented with with things such as writing, guitar, coloring, paint by numbers, learning a new language, bonjour, and knitting. Those are my my top go-to things if you know, if I just want to wind down after a long day. And lastly, number five, try meeting and talking to people that have a very different perspective than you do. This one is um, only something I've started doing last year when I started working at the charity shop. I am an introvert, but I take on other people's energies and emotions and feelings um, so sometimes I like talking to the customers and um, this helps me keep an open mind and have a better understanding about uh, different people's beliefs and interests thank you so much for listening I really do appreciate it and I'm sorry that last week's episode was a bit dark. I promise this won't be every single week. I'll try to keep it as light as possible but you know sometimes we have our dark moments and that's okay. But I don't, I didn't do it for you to feel sorry for me. I just I want to talk about it to to help put in perspective of what I'm trying to say here is if I didn't make the change to do my degree, to change my degree to communication science, I would have still, because I would have been in my fourth year now, I believe, so I would have still been in that very depressed state. I would have still been getting anxiety attacks, which, um, side notes, uh, since we moved here, which is almost a year ago, since we moved here to George, I haven't had one panic attack. I've had moments where I felt down because I call it human moments. We all have them. It's a whole part of life. But I haven't felt like I should give up. I have felt more motivated than ever and I don't know <laughs> if it's because I live so close to the ocean now but yeah I just feel this whole shift in my energy I I love you so much and thank you so much for listening and taking the time 
to press play and things like that. I really do appreciate the feedback I got last week. And I'll see you next Tuesday with a brand new topic. And it's going to be one of my favorite things to talk about. So I'm really excited to record it next week. Au revoir. Bye.